<clears throat> good morning, everybody, or good afternoon in this case. Thank you so much for listening here. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Dude, I'm really good, man. Got a nice buzz going. I mean, it's 12 o'clock, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> do you? Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. By the way, um, what do you, what do you what are you drinking? By the way, uh, okay, so I went to the store <laughs> earlier to get some fine beverages, uh, <laughs> but they were out of. So it's the morning time, right? So like the like socially acceptable thing to do is to drink champagne and orange juice, but they were they didn't have that. <laughs> so I got uh, Rainier, which is a Pacific Northwest staple of shitty cheap lager, Classic. and yeah, and some orange flavored uh, vitamin water and i'm mixing that together like a homeless person that that, that sounds wonderful <laughs> yeah well, great well you're truly is currently drinking a uh good god how uh god how many it never says how many okay so i've gone through almost 1.5 uh 1.75 liters of vodka in about a week just to put that perspective for you guys <laughs> i'm pretty good yeah right so pretty solid drink- solid you know yeah, you know, what, what can I say? Like, you know, I haven't had vodka in, well, I haven't bought any vodka in about almost, oh, man, it's probably been seven or eight months, because I've just been, you know, buying those mics hard, so when I got some vodka, I'm like, oh, man, you know, last Sunday, I went through a very good amount, I probably went through a quarter of it last Sunday, I'm like, oh, football's back, oh, I'm just gonna sit in my on my in my chair, I'm just gonna drink vodka all day, and that's what I did. But so yeah, I'm drinking some new Amsterdam here with uh, a little Welsh's uh, berry pineapple passion fruit, which I highly recommend as a mixer. And <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm feeling lovely. But uh, we're gonna talk. Yeah, thanks, man. But uh, we're gonna talk about something a little more uh, a little more somber here. So we are talking about. Um, for the love of uh, love of, I almost said for the love of Scott. Scott, we miss you. Scott, we miss you. Uh, I miss Scott. I wish he was here. Uh, but, but we should do that movie for the love of Scott. But we're talking about for the love of Spock, um, which is of course the uh, documentary by uh, Adam uh, by Adam Nimoy, uh, directed by, and uh, it's really just about you know of course Leonard Nimoy who we lost last year, um, which so. You know, we 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 pride ourselves on on keeping it real here, and, you know, and being real for our audience. And I gotta be honest, man. R e e l. Yeah, R e e l. But I gotta be honest, man. Uh, I don't cry a lot for celebrity deaths. I don't. It's like you're a celebrity. I, you know, whatever. Um, I bawled my eyes out <laughs> when Leonard Nimoy died, and and I'll get into why as we kind of get into our review, but um. Yeah, uh, so I got, so I don't think we've ever really talked about this. I mean, you grew up watching Star Trek, like the original, at least, right? Or um, my, I mean, it was a little before my time, but my dad watched, like, that was like his favorite show. So he watched all the original Star Trek. I think by the time I was like old enough that I was actually like watching it and I knew what was happening, it was already on to like, uh... Uh, Enterprise. So, it was, so I watched a lot of, you know, Jean Luc Picard. Um, you know, I'm a big Jean Luc Picard guy, but uh, but I I appreciated the older. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm a big. Sorry. Uh, 
I'm a big, uh, you know, fan of the of the older. Um, I guess I just didn't watch it as much. But like, who doesn't know Spock? He's like he transcended that show so much more. Even like in Enterprise, I think they you know would make you know uh, comments about him and refer back to him because he was just such an integral part of the original Star Trek. I mean, they had Vulcans and Enterprise and. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was definitely, you know, pretty, pretty big Star Trek guy just out of, of like proxy from my dad. So, I mean, like for me, Star Trek was, so one of my memories, and I know I've talked to my, about my dad on the podcast before, but one of my favorite memories is when Star Trek was back on, uh, was back on NBC and they would show like at 12, like midnight <laughs> on like Saturday nights after SNL and, uh. Where I would watch Phil Hartman, who was another hero of mine, and I would uh, just sit up with my dad and eat uh, Dole's pineapple chunks and watch, you know, two or three episodes of Star Trek and just be really amazed by it. I mean, you know, now you see the special effects and everything, but, you know, for five, six-year-old kids seeing their original Star Trek, that was mind-blowing at the time. It was like, oh, my God, look at the ship, and, you know, it, it, it's crazy to think that that was, you know, <laughs> cutting edge uh, at the time, but... Um, but this movie, you know, and I'm always a little worried when I go into a biopic, uh, you know, something like, you know, you, for every Ray, there's something like, uh, I saw the light that just came out, which we haven't reviewed, but you know, it's just okay. You know, I mean, so I was a little worried going into this movie. I'm like, Oh God, I really hope this is good. And totally spoil my review uh this will be in my top 10 favorite movies uh of this year i i, I thought this was brilliantly done so to really kind of just jump in here um obviously it's kind of hard to give synopsis for a you know for a for a biopic uh but really all this is is this a it, it really is just exploring the life you know of Leonard nimoy and for those of you who only know him as Spock. I mean, growing up, even as a kid, he was never just Spock to me. I mean, he's always done. Um, he he he's always been a lot more than that. I know. Uh, I love that Futurama episode that he's in. I still think it's one of the funniest things. I love when he's on the. Uh, uh, oh God, the uh, the Simpsons, uh, the, the monorail episode. I remember. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was great. so. I thought that was so goddamn funny where he just shows up. He's like, he's like, you didn't do anything. He's like, uh, didn't I? And he's like, beams up. I, I still think that's one of my favorite things I've seen in the TV show. Um, of course, he hosted the Outer Limits. I mean, he, 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 uh, Leonard Nimoy's done so much. And I think my favorite thing about this movie is that it showed that Leonard Nimoy is kind of a badass. Um, by the way, if you see Fringe, he shows up on Fringe, and it's amazing how he does, but, um, yeah, Leonard Nimoy was just one of those guys, and I always kind of worry about the movie nerfing who they're talking about to make them seem, you know, better than who they were, if that makes sense. Um, they, that's, a good, that's a good term, I like it, nerfing. Yeah. Um, I, I got you. I'm on the same yeah. page. Um, well, thank you. Um, uh, Adam... Adam Nimoy did a really good job of saying, like, hey, he was a good person, but, you know, he went through his shit. And as a dad, uh, he wasn't really around a lot. And and that, you know, having a dad who was a correctional officer, in that sense, I 
totally understood that, and the, the the film did a good job of showing, like, hey, he was really always nice, but for his family at points, he wasn't around, and it really, it, it, it never felt mean-spirited, it just felt very honest, and so watching this movie, it felt very therapeutic to watch it, it from, from the director's point of view, which is something else I appreciated, but, uh, yeah, I, I've been talking a lot, Collins, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, man, like, what would you kind of think about this? Yeah, I thought it was interesting at the start when Adam Nimoy is kind of kind of going over like what this movie is about, what like why this movie is being made. And it was interesting that this movie started before Leonard Nimoy passed away. Like Adam Nimoy's like I'm so interested in at the culture like pop icon phenomenon that was Spock to begin with. He's like I I want to make a movie about that and then he he explained like shortly after you know he started, you know his father passed away and he's like, well this movie has to turn into more of like you know a biopic like you said, for Leonard Nimoy specifically you know as Spock, but it, it was so much more than just Spock. I mean they went into yeah I didn't realize how much of a like um, accomplished actor he was before he ever got cast as Spock. Like he was in so many different roles. They they showed him. You know, he's a cowboy. He played a Native American in some old, like, black-and-white movie or TV show. Yeah. Um, like, he had incredible range um, that you, you wouldn't realize if you just kind of knew him as Spock. You're like, I mean, he's he's amazing playing this half-human, half-Vulcan, which can't be easy to do, where you're, like, suppressing your emotions one half of the time and you're trying to be more logical all the time. Um, and he does, I mean, he he's amazing as Spock. Like that's, I think that's why people, you know, love them so much. I thought it was cool how the movie progresses and you find out that like Spock, like women were all over Spock. Right. <laughs> like yeah. in the seventies and eighties, like women were like Leonard Nimoy was like a sex symbol. And I was like, I didn't realize that that's hilarious. <laughs> like that was awesome. Right? Like be, like chicks dig Spock. <laughs> I thought well, that was really cool. Well, what I didn't know is that he he was um he was in he's done some a lot of voice work. He was a uh, uh, Xehanort from Kingdom Hearts. I didn't fucking know that. I'm like that's amazing. Um, the fact that um I, I knew he was Sentinel Prime from Transformers: Dark of the Moon, which is the one good thing about that piece of shit movie. But <laughs> but but yeah, like the um the range that fucking Leonard Nimoy showed. I I I remember watching The Outer Limits as a kid. I think I, I was eight nine years old because, you know, at the time I was like I need you know something to sub in for Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits did a pretty damn good job of that. But yeah, I didn't know he was so classically trained. Like I knew he was classically trained, but not that classically trained. Uh, so this this movie did a really good job. Uh, this biopic did a good job of showing, like, hey, he wasn't just, you know, he, he wasn't just Spock. He did a lot of different shit. And what I loved is that, man, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy was a hustler. God, they talk yeah. about how he, he, you know, used to fix vacuum cleaner, like, sell vacuum cleaners and install aquariums, like, Spock installing Really? Like, it, it really showed how... And he not that, sorry to interrupt you, but he, oh, go ahead. But he, but he, he held out on that contract too for uh, Star Wars: The Motion Picture. <laughs> like he's a total hustler. Just to add to your point. 
Yeah, and it, you said Star Wars. Ooh. Oh, Star, <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek. The, yeah, the most. Yeah. No, I, 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 it's okay. I understand. But, um, but uh, man, Leonard Nimoy, man, and, and I, it's terrible. I, I actually talked to one of my coworkers who got to talk to the Leonard Nimoy. And I was like, you lucky son of a bitch, and because he apparently came up here to uh, come up, came up to Lake Tahoe area multiple times, and how. All I heard is that he was just the nicest guy, and you see foot archive footage of him. He just seems like a genuinely nice dude. Like, just seems very approachable. Like, he wouldn't be an asshole. Like, and I'll tell you right now, just personally as a fan of this person, um, uh, Bruce Willis, who I would love to meet, or I used to want to meet. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, oh my god, John McClane, and all I've heard is that Bruce Willis is a dickhead, and that just breaks my heart. It makes me happy to know that Leonard Nimoy was at least, from all accounts, a good person. And and then J.J. Uh, Abrams talking about how Leonard Nimoy, uh, I think it was on the uh, the original the uh, Star Trek reboot, the first one, how he like fell and broke his nose, and he was like, nope, let's just keep keep going. And J.J. Abrams was like, wait, what? I mean, that's how dedicated he was to his craft and i like the fact how they very very genuinely organically kind of weave that into the fact that there were problems at home how you know he got divorced from his first wife and how his his relationship with his the director Adam was estranged because he was always working. And one thing that I really appreciated that they pointed out psychology, uh, psychologically was how, you know, he talked about how he was going through problems with his, with Leonard Nimoy and how he goes outside and then he sees, you know, all these pictures of Spock and just for your psyche, that would fuck you up royally. <laughs> like if you're mad at someone and you go outside in the world and you see pictures of that person all around you, that would fuck you up. And I appreciated that the movie actually addressed that. Um, but yeah, I thought this was so well done. Uh, Colin, to kick it back to you, man. Uh, kind of your thoughts, man. Yes. The other thing I really liked about it, I mean, we're we're clearly on the same page. We both really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's going to get really good grades from us. Um, but I I love that this is just like a it's a huge tribute, like in the best way possible. Like I think it's so awesome that this is his son. Um, like you were saying, like they like. They had issues, um, you know, growing up, uh, which, you know, teenagers and fathers and it's, it's a typical story. But the fact that, like, you know, he kind of, like, ended up following his father's footsteps, you know, he got away from law, which they, they say that Adam Nimoy became a lawyer. And yeah. he was like he was kind of drawn back to, you know, making movies or just being in the film and, you know, acting industry somewhere, just being close to it. And for him to be able to, like, make this tribute to his father, um, I thought it was really cool. And you could just see, like, the care that went into this movie, like, you knowing it was from, you know, his, his like, Leonard Nimoy's son. And, like, there's a, there's a great interview that, like, it starts with, like, Adam Nimoy interviewing um, Zachary Quinto, who's obviously the new um, Spock. And then all of a sudden it's kind of like Quinto's, like, interviewing... Yeah, uh, like near the end, he's kind of interviewing Adam Nimoy, and it's just kind of like this conversation going back and forth, which I found really interesting is kind of like Adam Nimoy, like kind of talking to like the, the future of Spock. 
And it like it really became like Zachary Quinto being like, "Tell me more about your dad," like <laughs> you know, type of thing. Uh, it was it, it was it was really well done. I, I have to yeah, I have to say like I, I give big props to Adam Nimoy. Yeah. I, so I mean, I mean, kind of in closing, and I <sighs> okay, sorry. Um, so I will just say kind of in closing before we get to our final uh, to our final ratings here. Uh, Leonard Nimoy was one of those people I just grew up with. I've always just known about Leonard Nimoy, and like I said, the the, the fanboy in me, you know, I, I'm I'm a bit of a nerd. In case you haven't listened <laughs> to the podcast before, but Star Trek was one of those the the original before I even got the Next Generation. Um, that was just one of those things I connected to, and and Leonard, Leonard Nimoy has been a big part of you know uh, memories with my dad. Um, and, and 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 even with Mama Hunter, I, I didn't watch as much of uh, original with her, but um, we we definitely had our conversations about it. And I love how they interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he brought up a really good point that making science cool, you know, before there was Bill Nye, um, you know, there was Spock, and, and and how a lot of scientists and you know nerdy type things and scientific based shows or you know, phenomenons really owe Star Trek and Spock, you know, a, a great service because he really humanized science in a way that really no one ever has. And it's very true, you know. And I just, dude, I remember Beekman's world because of Spock. I mean, just to date myself a little bit, but um, this felt like a labor of love. And I mean that in the best way, not in, you know, in, in, in an ignorant way, but. It really felt like Adam Nimoy was very honest with himself as far as his upbringing and, and, and with his father. But despite the man having – and I knew I never knew he had an alcohol problem too. And the way that was even kind of uh, injected into the film, I was like, wow, you know, it was really powerful. And like I said, uh, I love what Leonard Nimoy said. He said that he used to major in his career in minor in his family and then in his later years how he flipped that. And I just I found that just such a – such a cool way to just kind of show how he evolved as a person. And I, and, uh, to, I, how have I not gone to Star Trek convention? Fuck, I need to do that. But, um, but, uh, getting to my final thoughts, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the one complaint I have about, about this movie is how Leonard Nimoy released the book called, you know, I am, I, I'm not Spock or I am not Spock and how, he kind of resented the character. I wish they would have dipped into that a little more and how he, why he resented the character so much. I would have liked a little more of that. But outside of that, though, I mean, that's a nitpick at best. And th- this is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. This will be, you know, in my top ten, if not my top five uh, favorite films this year. I thought this was so well done and such an incredible labor of love by uh, Adam Nimoy. And this was just incredibly well done. Um, so, yeah, fan-fucking-tastic for me. Uh, Colin, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> what would you give this? Yeah, uh, yeah, Adam, Adam Nimoy should really be commended, uh, for doing a really great job with this. Uh, I, I feel like this is a, a tough subject for anybody to kind, kind of, like, make a, a grand, uh, you know, debut for a big documentary like that. 
And he, he really, I felt like he, he, you know, he hit a home run. Uh, like the, the amount of footage that is spliced into this is, seems crazy to me. Like, right. They must've dug through like just hours and hours and hours of all this, of these TV spots, like all the, like all this footage that only could have been found, like that are probably sitting in like reels in like movie studios or, or God knows where they had to go to get some of this footage. Um, and they splice it together with all these interviews they did so well. You know, Leonard Nimoy is telling his own story a lot of the times in past interviews. It was, like, really, really impressive. It was a great documentary. And in a time where documentaries are honestly becoming, like, the, just the market's being saturated with them. There's just oh, a documentary about everything now. Yep. Like, this is a one that stands out. It was really, really well done. And, yeah, fan-fucking-tastic. Dude, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that, man. Cause I, uh, yeah, I, I went on the website for theloveofspock.com because this comes out on Blu-ray, and there's very few. I mean, with being able to buy everything on digital, it's like, why would I buy a Blu-ray of it when I can get it three weeks earlier? Um, I'm probably gonna buy a Blu-ray of this because I would love to see the special features behind this and just see like extended interviews, which I'm sure they'll have and all that. Um, but this was just. Yeah, this this uh this this was heartbreaking, but this was uplifting in all the best ways. You know, I I thought this was so well done. So, um, guys, well, if you haven't seen For the Love of Spock, seriously, pause this. It, 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 you made it this far. <laughs> pause this and go watch that and come back and listen to us because it, it, it's such a well done documentary. I, I was so happy to know this. It exists and that this was so well done. So, uh, guys, you can follow us here on SoundCloud at, this, at uh, the Real Pineapple seven seven five. You can like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can follow uh, Mr. Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill, and you can follow yours truly on Twitter at uh, J Hunter Real Pineapple. We will have reviews up this week for the Lobster and Scott Pilgrim vs the World and some other stuff for you guys as well. Thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you soon.